Hey, this is Alex with the Unbiased Trailblazer podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Unbiased Blazers. There's a link in our bio for our Discord server where you can join in on the discussions, give us takes, give us comments, or simply just join in on a podcast. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this podcast. Now, let's get to the show. And as always, Rip City, baby. Three, two, one, zero, zero. Lift off and the clock has started. up rip city this is alex with another episode it's episode 29 of the unbiased trailblazer podcast we have the trio here we are we are uh, joined with by fawad and mike so for the first time in a while we've got everybody in here uh fawad let's start off with you how 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 was your uh, christmas break you had going on oh it was amazing um i did a trip of the west coast um of the u.s so i hit up vegas uh la san fran it was amazing i had a lot of fun oh you were all over the place <laughs> yeah and i couldn't watch um pretty much any blazers games ex- uh during that time i think i watched like maybe the first quarter against uh i don't remember who it was now did i'm you, pretty much uh, out of the loop <laughs> did you do anything fun in vegas um I w- like Vegas was with my family. The rest, like I was visiting family. The rest was like sightseeing. But I still went to um, a David Copperfield show in like the Vegas Strip, um, and then I went to Red Rock Canyon, which was pretty oh, fun yep, as well. Yep. Yeah, Vegas is a pretty pretty neat place, and I'm sure they're gonna probably have an NBA team here soon. And just hopefully, it's not the Blazers. Yeah, I actually really liked it. Like I would not mind living there at all. Yeah, it's definitely a wild place. Uh, how about you, Mike? How are you doing? How was your Christmas break? Yeah, it was a fun Christmas. A lot of booze. <laughs> a lot of a lot of basketball because uh, being from Portugal, I I always watch the games like in the morning and uh, on Christmas and New Year's. I I get to watch games at like three p.m. So it's always fun because yeah. the game starts really early there. So yeah, watched a bunch of teams. Too many basketball, but yeah, pretty fun. How was it for you watching these games that, you know, a lot of the players were out due to COVID? How was it for you? Was it still the same to you? Uh, for me, it, it adds some some mystique into the games. That, uh, For example, I, I've never thought I'd, I'd watch the Pacers in my life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, now Lance Stephenson got a 10-day got a contract with him and I, and I watched the game. So yeah, uh, and I enjoy a lot watching Anthony Simons in in case of the Blazers and uh, when he's there. Unfortunately, he's not starting because of COVID and protocol. But uh, yeah, I, it's been fun. I could be wrong, but I think players. he is. I think he is starting tonight. So yeah, yeah he's starting. Okay. So with that being said, let's just bring up the the COVID issue real quick. Um, in the last little short podcast, I talked about we just kind of briefly went over the players that got replaced um as of right now Nurkic is back Simons is back they are both playing I saw something about Roko being back but I don't know if he's playing or not um do you guys know I saw that he posted uh, something about being back it says he's, he's not a, a no longer 
It says he's no longer on the injury report, so I'm guessing he's active. Oh, actually, I see um, him sitting on the bench right now, so yeah. he's at least suited up. All right. Um, here. But we are missing Dame. Uh, he will not be playing tonight. He's resting his ab issue. Um, trying to think is of that, there was... Does that flare up again, or is it just like... I think it's a rest management thing. Oh, okay. Um, I, it looks like we got Chauncey back, and now... Uh, Scott Brooks has got COVID, so he is now out, and <laughs> so it's we're just trading players in and in and out. Um, but hopefully, what uh, what I want to talk about first is with all these COVID issues, it's it's been kind of strange. We bring in a bunch of G League players to fill in these empty roster spots for the players that you know couldn't play, and you would think that you we would see Greg Brown. We would see him more than we have before. And instead, it's the exact opposite. We're we're not seeing him hardly at all. Um, they're, they're putting in these G League players, and no knock to the G League players at all. But to me, you draft uh, a player, why are you not playing him? I don't quite understand it. And it's especially especially with a position of need right now where we're, we don't really have any bigs, and Greg Brown is is a four. So it's like... Why are we going to? Uh, I th- believe his name is McGriff, and yeah, he, he's played decently. It's not like not a knock that he's bad or anything. It's just to me, you want to play Greg Brown. You drafted him for a reason. Why you're not playing him and you're giving CJ Ellaby, you know, twenty five minutes a game? It's, it's it's strange to me. So, do you guys have any opinions on Greg Brown not getting minutes? Um, like I said, I didn't get to catch many games, so I didn't even know he wasn't playing, and that's very confusing and frustrating to me because, like you said, you would expect him to um, get a lot more minutes. Hopefully, like being like uh, the real rotation, not just garbage minutes. So I don't know why that is, and I yeah, I'm just confused. Yeah, I mean, he really is getting garbage it- minutes. He played six minutes <laughs> against the the Lakers last last week and uh we got beat by 30. So um, did um did Chauncey or Scott Brooks say anything about that or did anyone ask them? So Scott Brooks has been the coach the last two games. I didn't hear anything about Greg Brown yeah. in any interview. So I it's weird to me. We got let's see here. We've got McGriff playing 13 minutes. Uh Reggie Perry who's a power forward. He played he played 26 minutes. And yeah. and honestly, they played decently for I, I mean, did, what you did. expect. But to me, it's just you have you drafted this guy in the second round, you traded to get him. Why are you not at least throwing him out there, especially right now when we're we're putting in G League players, anyways? Um, what about you, Mike? How do you feel about it? I feel horrible because it, yeah, it's 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 exactly how you say it. We draft a guy, we trade to get specifically a man. And he's getting uh, garbage time while players that are going to be here for 10 days uh, are playing like 26 minutes. And he, against Utah's, Greg Brown gets one minute. Like, yeah. what the hell is that? While uh, CJ Ellaby gets 18. And I, CJ Ellaby is also a, a guy who should be getting minutes. But uh, McGriff got 19, Reggie Perry got 14. So there's a lot of cases of games lately. I don't know what management it is, but uh, it. Um, I mean, it seems weird to me. Uh, from, not playing from the little we, 
from the little we've seen of them, I feel like Greg Brown is already much better than CJ Elby. So if CJ Elby is getting 18 minutes, Greg Brown should be like just up there with him. I 100% agree. I truly, truly don't know why we're playing Elby as much as we are and we're not playing Greg Brown. And we joined the spaces. I joined the spaces today and we were talking and I brought it up. I, I don't know. And no one else really had an answer either. It doesn't. It doesn't make much sense. Someone said, you know, Greg Brown is kind of like a G League player. Um, and, and even if that is true, why are we not playing them? We're playing yeah. other G League players for a, on a 10 day contract. I mean, unless they're trying to like evaluate if this player is worth keeping on the roster. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know like seeing what you have in that in that player and you know maybe he performs good and we decide he could be a trade piece to somebody or we could decide this is someone we want to try to keep and you know build up kind of like we've done with Nasir Little so it's just weird to me I don't know why they don't play him yeah I'll have to put a stop here on the CJLB hate because uh, he was the highest plus minus on last game. So uh, that is true. That is true. Man, how can something like this happen? Damian Lillard minus 28 and CJ Elbis plus 20. Man, the, this year already started off. Well, this game was last year. So, yeah, last That's year started true. That off. Was, that was to end the year. We got a yeah. plus on CJ. Um, plus 20 CJ Elbis. One thing I want to talk about actually about with the Lakers game. Fawad, you didn't get to see this. Ben McLemore went off in yeah. the was it the first quarter or the second quarter? Oh yeah, or a little uh, bit of both. Score and he had like twenty eight or something. Yeah, he. I think he in the first he hit like four threes. Yeah, and then the second he he played really well too. Yeah, he actually <laughs> he shot the most out of everybody. He shot nine of twenty two. So we not often do you see another player besides Lillard shoot as many. Uh, shots as he did, and especially a, a bench player like Ben McLemore. But really, he was about the only bright spot in that Lakers game. Uh, everything else was was very, very ugly. Um, you could definitely see the size advantage that they had against us, along with every other game so far. It's yeah. bad. You know, he's been having a couple games like this now, like where every, um, every one in like five games or so, he, he pops off. So Hopefully he keeps getting these minutes when we're all healthy again, and I hope he keeps playing as good as he is right now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of healthy, we have not seen CJ yet, and uh, he we CJ McCollum did... that is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, CJ McCollum. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the real CJ. Uh, we we did get informed that he's healed from his. Uh, collapsed lung i always want to say punctured lung for some reason i, I don't know why i want to make it worse than it is but uh he's he's healed from it they're they're working on conditioning and stuff with him um we talked about like you know maybe seeing once everybody came back from covid that's when we would see him and that's still when i think we'll see him but in the twitter spaces today when i was listening uh i believe her name was Catherine. she brought up she brought up a really good point we know his wife's about to have a have a kid, have a baby. It could 100% be that he's wanting to make sure he's healthy when that baby's being born. And especially with the COVID outbreak happening right now in the Blazers organization, he might not want to risk not being able to be there when his son is being born. So 
I think it's a son. I, I think it's a boy. So I think that makes just as much sense as them just slowly bringing him back. And also because of it being a lung issue that he's dealing with, COVID does kind of make that a little bit more of a serious issue. So maybe that's another reason is they're wanting to 100% make sure that he's good. Uh, what do you, how do you guys feel first off just about like forward? How do you feel with the baby issue? Do you think that could play a part of why he hasn't come back yet? Yeah, I never thought about that before, but that definitely makes a lot of sense. And it seems like something CJ would do and something he'd be um, considering or like weighing into his decision. Um, so yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense and it definitely could be why he's taking it slow um, or like being a little bit extra careful, yeah. especially like you said with COVID. Um, but also it seems like it could be like a serious thing too. So I wouldn't be surprised if it naturally took this long anyways. Yeah, and and honestly, if that is why he's doing it because of you know the baby coming, I don't fault him at all. I would not yeah, want to. Me miss neither. Definitely not anything like that just to come back and play one or two games and then get sick with it. So I don't. I don't fault him at all. What about you, Mike? How do you feel? Do you think that baby, the baby coming, could be why it's taking a little bit longer? Yeah. Um, being the baby or not, I think it's good for him to take a little time off now. Because uh, it's really not the best time to have lung problems. Yeah. Considering uh, the pandemic we are. We don't know uh, how it can affect him. Uh, having the collapsed lung and catching the virus. So we don't know how he can react. He obviously wants to keep his family safe at this time. So uh, I can't blame him for uh, missing more games. It's not like we are heavily needing him. Exactly. Uh, it's pretty much uh, a season to to forget. So uh, yeah, he can he can uh, come back when when he feels like it and feels like that it's safe for him and his family. I mean, first things first is you want to make sure your family is safe, and him coming back early or you know coming back even if it's not early. Say he's one hundred percent ready to go right now. Him coming back when there's an outbreak happening within the NBA and then also within the organization itself, it it truly isn't worth the risk to not be able to one, be there when the, when his child's born. And then two, the possibility that he get his wife sick or, you know, even worse case that he, the baby gets sick from it. So I 100%, if that is even, it has to be part of the factor and I don't blame him one bit. So I, I, I just was, I never thought about that. And when she brought that up in the spaces tonight, I was like, that like makes total sense. Mm -hmm. uh, something Mike wanted to talk about real quick. Um, Mike, I'm going to let you go ahead and announce this because I know it's something we've been talking Ooh. about for a while. Yeah, uh, we just uh, surpassed a huge milestone uh, last game. And I think the Rockets helped us surpass it. Uh, let me just check. Uh... Yeah, uh, two games losing by uh, just 10 points. So that makes us the worst team in defensive rating in the league. We finally broke broke the record. And uh, by 0.01, we are the worst defensive rating team in the league. And uh, if you look at us playing, it's not surprising. It, not at all. It, it, is, it is still surprising to, to see like so many tanking teams. And to know that we are actually trying and we still are conceding <laughs> way more points than them. We're actually trying and we still <laughs> suck. 
Like, you, you just look, the, the Blazers are 30th, and then, like, there's the Detroit Pistons up there, and the Rockets, Orlando Magic, Wizards, like, what the hell? I mean, like, these teams are, like, literally conceding points because they want to concede points, and we are trying and concede more points than they, they, they should be watching more Blazers games to see how can they take... See how it's done. Concede more points, yeah. <laughs> Let us show you how to lose a game. Yeah, I mean, we made, the, we made the joke that it can't get much worse, and unfortunately, we are very wrong. It can get much worse. Um, just, just off the top of my head, that last game against L.A. was embarrassing, and I know that we're missing you know, some key players, but <laughs> LeBron was doing whatever he wanted. It was, I'm going to be honest with you. I was surprised he came back in in the fourth quarter when they were up by 30. Yeah. But he came right back in, and it was just like, he whatever he wanted, he could have probably, I swear to you, I think he could have had 100 points if he wanted to. If he decided, this is a game I'm just going to shoot every time I get the ball, he had no problem scoring. It did not matter, and it and there was nothing we could do about it. We, there was no player that could stop anybody, and it was it was ugly. So that last in defensive ratings is... <laughs> 100% accurate right now. And I'll be honest with you, to me, the more this season goes on, the more this season is lost. Uh, I don't, at this point, I don't think any trade is going to make a difference. And I yeah. think, I think Dame knows that. I think a lot of the Blazer organization knows that. And it's just the fans having to accept that and know that this season is lost and it's over with. Um, I still, I still am under the thought that we should rest Dame a little bit, but we all know that that's not going to happen if he, he is has resting any tonight, though. At least, true, true. I mean, for a long period of time. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. all know, unless you know, it's his choice. It's that's which he probably would never choose to do that. So, I think our best bet is just to you know make some moves that are going to help us next year and this. Even if we were to make trades and even if we were to make, you know, make the playoffs squeak in, it's going to be a repeat of the bubble. We're just yeah. going to get and, you know, uh, tossed in the first round. Yeah, and we don't have our pick if we make the playoffs either. So true. I, I'm always like very against tanking. I always want to like try as hard as possible, but there's not a lot of um, hope left for the season. And another first round exit as like the 7 8 seed is not going to do anything for us so i'm i've already prepared myself to miss the playoffs mm -hmm. um <laughs> i might be getting ahead of myself but the next thing to look forward to is whether dame's going to be here next year or not and then go from there well yeah. and and i think we're we're pretty lucky with the success we've had as far as making the playoffs and being a decent team for the last 10 years yeah we have um, the longest active uh, playoff streak in the league so for everyone to be freaking out that, you know, this season's not going the way it's going, we, we could be the Pistons. We could, we could be, you know, uh, there's a lot of teams that I would not want to be compared to what we're having to deal with this year. This is more of a norm for a lot of teams where it's not for <laughs> us. So I'm at least thankful that we have been successful. Maybe we haven't made it to the championship, you know, and, you know, we don't have a title to show for that in the last 10 years, but the last, yeah, for me, the last 10 years, we've been competitive. For me, it was last year, especially after the playoffs where I was like, 
it kind of broke me and my optimism for this season wasn't as high as the others and I spent that off season like being thankful for our run um like over the last few years and especially the 2019 playoffs so I've I, like I in my head I was like I'm happy with what we've done up to this point and if this season sucks which it has I'm fine with it um and if it's good then that's just bonus like that's how I've been so that's why I'm not freaking out as much as some other people because I've been been preparing myself for this um but yeah from here on out I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen I'm just thankful for what we had a lot of teams like you said they don't have that like look at the Kings they haven't made the playoffs in what like 15 years let alone win a series win two series and go to the Washington Conference Finals like we we've done good it's not championship or bust in my opinion i'm happy with um the dame era oh for sure what about you mike uh yeah kind of got distracted here what a block by dennis smith jr on trey <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean um, go for it my, mike. Fo- my focus is too on uh seeing if dame will stay uh a lot of a lot of question marks right now on if tanking is an option because we don't know if we can tank and compete next season we don't know if this is the last year we can really try to compete in a while so uh but yeah as for what i said there there's teams that haven't made the playoffs in seems like some fans were born so uh, <laughs> you're not that, wrong that's more depressive so uh so yeah, we'll see. I, my, right now, my focus is to to guarantee that the roster is happy, that next year is better, yeah. that we don't go uh, and uh, make a roster to be good defensively and become the worst team defensively in the league. And uh, yeah, my focus and on you know, that right now. You know, I'm an optimist. So even though we are the best, um, oh, worst, sorry, defensive team in the league, right side is... We literally can't get worse anymore. You know, we said it at 27, <laughs> we said it at 29, but th- this time it actually means something. We literally cannot get worse. Well, I think I think the goal of this season is to make sure Dame's happy. Um, Do you think we've, I, su- we've been succeeding? I, I honestly... Dame's not an idiot. He knows. He knew that this season was going to be rough. And I he think... He warned us too. Yeah, I think as long as we make some kind of effort to get better, at least for next year, um, it it doesn't have to be some crazy trade that's going to, you know, expect us to win now. But I think we'll know a lot by the trade deadline if we've made moves or not, what (laughs) what this outcome is going to be. I have a feeling if we don't make any trades at all and trade deadline passes, Dame's not going to be happy. Yeah. Uh, And. And that's the last thing you want is for him to not be happy because then the only piece that really has held this team together for 10 years is now probably not committed as much as he has been. And like he's always said, he wants to stay here and he wants it to be a team that's, you know, competing for a championship and not making any move with what we've seen so far this year is the exact opposite of trying to compete for a championship. So... With that being said, I want to, we want to talk about one last thing, um, and Lucas brought it up in Discord, so I want to shout out Lucas real quick. Uh, it's the beef that's going on with Lillard and Jason Quick. Um, Fawad 
like he said, he's been away for so long. He said he didn't even know anything about this. So to kind of summarize it real quick for anybody that doesn't know, Jason Quick had wrote an article about the idea of the Blazers trading Lillard and moving on from him. And short, short version of that is essentially what it was, is that, you know, Dame isn't going to help us win. So, you know, isn't the piece that we need anymore to help us win. So it's time for us to move on from him and try to rebuild. And obviously we all know how much effort and, you know, time Lillard puts into staying here. And that rubbed him the wrong way. And, uh, after I believe after the Charlotte game, I think it was because we ended up winning that game. There was there was uh, the media interviewing Lillard, and every time every time Jason Quick asked him a question, he kind of got like really short answers, and um, he didn't seem very happy. And then other other media people would ask him questions, he would kind of elaborate a little bit more. And then someone asked him if. Uh, if there was something wrong, if he was mad and I'm going to, I was going to try to summarize his quote, but there, you can't really summarize it. So I'm just going to read it real quick. He said, so the, the media, I can't remember who it was, asked him if he was mad or if there was an issue going on. And he said, I'm happy we won the game. That's what we came here to do. I felt happy throughout the game after the game in the locker room. I felt happy, but when I come here and I've got to answer questions and I've done so much in my career, you know, specifically in portland i've given everything i've never made an excuse i've never disrespected any of you i've never not given you guys time and just when our team is going through tough times um and and is a little bit of a struggle i see certain people not giving me the same respect so that's why i'm a little irritated in here but with my team i'm happy with what we just did so essentially he's He's saying, you know, he's not happy with the articles that are coming out. And a lot of people are thinking it's having to do with Jason Quick. Um, and then on top of that, he he then kind of kind of crazy. He then posts a picture of himself on an exercise bike. And it's any he he, uh, he posted. It's always a snake close by when you're doing work. And in the in the background of where he's working out, you can see Jason Quick sitting right behind him. So another little shot at Jason quick and uh, honestly and actually I just saw this Jason quick actually responded to that um, about the press the the post game press conference and Jason quick said I think it's unfortunate and I know they were directed at me it's never a good feeling when you hurt someone's feelings without trying to but I can't tell him how to feel I can only try to understand it and I don't understand it so it's unfortunate so Jason Quick is aware of it. And, you know, we were lucky enough to have Jason Quick on a podcast. And and I don't think I don't think what he was saying, I don't think he was trying to say it as disrespectful. And and I know. It's easy when you're going through issues and you read something like that to take it as disrespect, but I truly don't think he meant it that way. I think he meant just as a journalist, you know, maybe the Blazers need to consider moving on. And, and, um, I'm, and I'm sure everybody's probably thought that at some point this year, like maybe we do need to just blow everything up and, you know, move on. But Lillard clearly isn't happy with it. Um, so I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts on that were. Uh, Mike, do you have any thoughts on it? 
yeah um it's sad to see because it's um it's kind of a little bit of the community falling apart even yeah. though um a lot of it um has to be a speculation because there's nothing that we can confirm that there's uh rocks in their relationship but um it's looking it's looking that it is affecting them the comments the the article that quick made and uh but at the end of the day that's that's uh, Jason Quick's job. He he makes articles exactly. for that people want to read and people for sure want to read that and he writes it and uh, and I read it and it was uh, in, in, it was an interesting article to read but I don't know if if the article was about me how I'd feel. Um I don't think the article was um was damaging uh Dame's image in Portland. He said um, he has done a lot on, uh, for this franchise, and uh, that was never discredited in the article. But I think he took to heart the uh, quick saying he, he's not the winning piece here in Portland. Uh, but uh, the only way to argue that is uh, to win, and we haven't done that in a while. So yeah, well, I'm kind of I'm on the fence here, but uh, I kind of... If I have to pick one side, I pick quick because he's doing his job at the end of the day. Yeah, so and honestly, Dame. yeah, I mean, honestly, Jason Quick and Dame are close. I'm, they spend a decent amount of time together, so I'm sure it probably does kind of hurt, you know, hurt Dame's feelings reading that. But like, like you just said, that's his job to put out articles, and and truly, I would be lying if I said I haven't thought about like what maybe we should blow things up. Then you know we can yeah. get a lot for Dame and it's and I'm one of the biggest Dame fans out here and it's like I don't want to see him leave and I do think he can stay here and help us but everybody's thought that at least at, at one point you know like what if we did do that what could we get so I don't think it's crazy what about you Fawad yeah like you said I didn't know um this was even a situation until like an hour ago so I didn't get to get get to read the article that he wrote or like know anything other than what you just said right now. Um, but yeah, I'm basically on the same page as you guys. I don't really um, blame Quick too much because like it is his job. And even though I haven't read the article based on like his previous articles and like just like the last several years, I know that he um, holds Dame in like a really high regard and he respects him a lot. So I wouldn't. I would be surprised if the article was written uh, with any like ill intent or anything like that, or like he was saying he was blaming Dame for anything. I think he was probably just doing his job and, um, you know, saying what like exploring options for the team. And like you said, like I've thought about it as well for maybe like for for Dame's sake, it might be better for him exactly. to be traded and go somewhere else where he can be appreciated more. So again, I haven't read the article, but I would be very surprised if it was um if it was like in, uh, if it was malicious or anything but at the same time i don't blame dame at all i don't think either of them are in the wrong like if someone's talking about you um in any way that like you don't like you're you're not gonna feel great about it like you, you even though maybe he does understand that it is his job but that, that doesn't mean he has to like it and it's um just a messy situation regardless yeah, and you brought up a good point. We've talked about it before where if this if the Blazers aren't 
making an attempt to win a championship, then what he has done for us, it's only right to send him somewhere that can give him a chance at that. Um, so like you said, even for him being traded might not be, you know, a terrible thing. Um, obviously we all want it to be here and we want him to stay here, but I, I, I do get it. I do get why he's frustrated. I get why Jason quick wrote the article. I mean, I, I, like you said, I think they're both rightfully upset and confused at the same time. Uh, Fawad, Mike, do you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Um, I can start. Uh, I just want to highlight uh, Ben McElmore. We are recording this during the game, and he's already balling again. Yep. And uh, shout out to Dennis Smith Jr. Man, he's man. I I I don't know what it is about him, but I just, I just love watching him play. He always does. Um, he always does the right play. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, because he was the do do the right play highlight. But yeah, great passes. Uh, ben McElmore's already balling. Efrany yeah, Simons, 11 points. So yeah, this late, this game is looking good. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and yeah. we're up eight on the Hawks, which are a decent team. I was just going to say, we're up eight, <laughs> so that's surprising. Um, especially without having Lillard. So yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a, good, a good game to watch. And hopefully we come out with a win, because right now we need it. I was about to say Hawks are like a good team, but they're 12th seed in the East, so that's really surprising to me. I thought they would have been a lot better. Um, they have but, good players; they're just not winning. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just remember something else that I did want to quickly talk about, or actually ask you guys about, since I haven't seen the games myself. But um, of the of the 10 day guys that we've signed, I don't know. I think it's like two or three of them. I'm not even sure how many. Uh, are there any of them that? impress you guys and you think we might keep around or bring back maybe after the trade deadline or that's worth giving a second 10 day to at least for me not really i didn't really see anything overly crazy um honestly i like trendon watford more than i like any of the g league ones that came in so i guess if i had to pick one Perry looked good the last game against, I think it was against the Lakers that I that I really paid attention to him. So out of all of them, the uh, Reggie Perry would probably be my choice. Yeah, um, I run the same boat there. Uh, there's no players I I'd sign a a contract again. Um, not because they were horrible. Uh, they kind of did their role. They just came and <laughs> fill in, played some. They actually stride. But uh I, I look at other teams like ten day contracts, like um Stanley Johnson at the Lakers or Lance Stevenson or players that actually contribute and can score and can defend. And I look at what we signed it, it is just pretty dull compared to that. Very strange so, the choices they made. Yeah. It's just it's just players, it's just basketball players. Yeah, they can feel, but can they go and score 20 or do an amazing defensive game, they can't. If I had to choose one, it, it would be Reggie Perry too. But um, I wouldn't sign anyone. I would rather uh, let other teams tend they expire and sign those. Yeah. Or just, you know, maybe play Greg Brown a little bit more. 
<laughs> oh yeah, or that. Yeah, it's 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 weird. This is for sure the first time that most NBA fans know a lot of G League players because I can tell you for sure I knew maybe like one or two from past years and with COVID, we all are now more aware of G League players and they're playing a much bigger role than they probably ever have in their lives. So it's very strange to see. At least it's good for them. Like the young guys get a chance to sure show off their talents to the league. And I think one or two guys, I think maybe only just one, they actually got like a real NBA contract. So good for them. Yeah, I mean, any chance you can play in the NBA, I would jump all over that. So. Yes, lots of guys had probably had their dream come true. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? I'm good. All right. Well, I'm good, too. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Fawad, Mike, thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, it's bedtime for Mike, so he needs to hit the hay. <laughs> 4 a.m., man. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it's about to be it's about to be halftime. It looks like we're up 12. So that's that's encouraging. Um, other than that, I just, I hope you guys have a good night. Thanks for listening. And as always rip city, baby.